we go. I think we're back on now. I don't know. We're having some tech issues here again for a change on the Andy Amanda Show. Andy Kimball here, your host on the Andy and Amanda Show. Your co-host, uh, Amanda, is not with us today. I think she'll be gone a good part of this week, actually, there in the U.K., so we're going to have me, um, at least for today anyway. And uh, so our show number here is 515-605-9888. If you care to join me and the show, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about um, – gosh, there's a lot to talk about here, actually. We're going to talk about the uh, um, the – somewhat chaotic Russian talks, uh, which are veering in all sorts of wild directions um, between the, what we want to call the private missionary group Wagner, who's recruiting prisoners to work for the Russian military, Russia, and those who agree to and then change their mind are, are dig their graves and are shot, believe it or not, yes, true, 2023. And anyway, um, Ukraine struck a, a whole convoy of tanks recently and uh, just blew a bunch of tanks up and, and left Russian soldiers running everywhere in all sorts of directions. And they're having a very tough time of it over there. The Russians are built that they know. And also, we can talk about what's going on in Turkey because the government there is now cracking down on the building contractors that built a lot of those buildings that collapsed in Turkey big time. And... Um, the death toll from this Turk earthquakes now in Turkey have, uh, has exceeded 36,000. I mean, that's just an incredible amount of, of death from an earthquake. Uh, they're still rescuing and digging up uh, folks that were caught in the rubble there. Also, what's up on kind of headlines that interests me personally is the Hubble Space Telescope captured amazing images of a light show, if you will, playing among the rings of Saturn's. And kind of like spokes, like spikes of lightning that appear more along the, the lateral platform of the planet's rings. And scientists can't quite figure out or explain why that phenomenon is happening. But uh, here on the Andy Manor Show weekend, we'll get back in touch with you on that in just a minute. And also, I want to ask our listeners if you have seen yet, if you streamed the movie Ageless Love, which is a film about a 20-some-year-old guy and a 38-year-old woman who fall for each other. The woman has five kids based on a true story. As a matter of fact, the, the gentleman involved in the actual story was on set at the time, and uh, he was in at the time also in uh, in hospice care with terminal cancer, and he, and he got to actually be on set when they filmed this story about uh, his love affair with this woman. And uh, I don't know how many of you may have tuned into our show last week that featured the uh, the actors from uh, Ageless Love. Um, definitely you should try that. I think it's on Amazon. I know it's on Amazon and other streaming services too, but you should try to find that. It's a, it's a great, great film. It's a great film. Super Bowl. What do you think? Eagles did an impeccable job. They did an amazing job, actually. They're, I think, personally, they're a much better team than the Kansas City Chiefs. All in all, the breaks went the Chiefs' way. Does that mean, you know, you make a mistake in a, in a in a game where two teams are very evenly matched statistically, right down to the numbers, right down to the nth degree, evenly matched, and a team makes a mistake, bam, there goes the game. The Eagles, unfortunately, were the ones who suffered from that. Um, when their um, amazing quarterback who did an incredible job, Jalen Hurts, uh, dropped a snap and it bounced off the shoe and went right into the hands of a Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman, ran in for a touchdown, and boom, gave him seven points. Another mishap was a lousy punt, and the Chiefs uh, were able to return that, which uh, culminated in a, him being set up on the five-yard line and easily scored another touchdown. So basically, you can easily say the Eagles gave the Chiefs literally on a silver plate 14 points in that game. And uh, did, did the score reflect who was the better team with that game? No. You take those two, two – well, it's all part of the game, I guess, you know, but if you take those two incidents out, the Eagles really solidly commanded that game. The first the first half, they just owned the clock. They owned – they kept, they wouldn't let the offense of the Chiefs on the field. And we were, we were thinking pretty positively, if you're an Eagles fan, that is, that, well, how the game was going to terminate at that point going into the second half. But uh, 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 no cigars. So – so be it. So be it. Anyway, hope everybody's doing well. Hope you, if you watched the Super Bowl, hope you enjoyed it. Maybe it, you even enjoyed it better if your team won, you know, really. 
I'm going to play a tune. Yours truly. The dirt and the flower 
and uh, Los Angeles Dodgers have some uh, acquisitions to deal with it. During the program every year, just about the Giants, Dodgers, Arizona, um, Diamondbacks. We'll see. It's going to be going to be a fun year of baseball. Oh, the D- Detroit Tigers can't forget about the Tigers, New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox. Boy, you know something? When you think about it, baseball. Although it's a long, drawn out 162 game season, um, there's a lot of really good teams. A lot of really good teams, and that gives each one of these teams the the. Um, it's the flexibility of being able to move up and down the rankings, rankings and not being that concerned about it unless they go way down and fall flat towards the middle of the season. So after the All-Star break is when we really got to start pouring on the coal to make it into the playoffs. But it's an exciting season to watch for some. I, I tend to think it's a little bit too, too drawn out for me. 160 games is hard for me to keep my attention peeled to the sport for that long of a time. But that's just me. There's some people that are just avid baseball fans. And I, I am. I enjoy the game. I like watching the game, but uh, but the season's a bit long. And I guess basketball's right up there. Um, I guess that makes one thing makes football so, I guess, more exciting to me in that the season is, you know, you have 17 games total, and, and every single game is critical. Every single game of the season is absolutely critical, almost playoff caliber, if a team's going to make it to the postseason. For baseball, 150 games, you lose a couple, you win a few, you lose a few, you win a few, hopefully you win a few more and a few more, and then you lose a couple, you win a few more up and down, back and forth, you go, and you see kind of how it all shakes out the 160 games later. <laughs> but it's fun sport to, of course, play, and, and of course, to watch. Anyway, so much for my sports commentating but for right now. Oh, my goodness. But... um Crushing moment for those in Philadelphia, for sure. I know we have Philadelphia fans that tune into the show. And we have some actors and people in showbiz and music biz that tune into the show in Philadelphia. And I uh, hope, hope you folks there on the East Coast uh, recover from this in due time. I know it's a sting, but hey, it's a game, it's a sport. We'll get over it and move on. It's amazing when you think about it. Every time I think about the Eagles going to the half of the 24-14 lead. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. So be it. So be it. So, shall we play some more music? Maybe, maybe we, maybe we should. How about, uh, hmm, let me think. What would we feel? Maybe something upbeat. What do we think? Something upbeat? How about some Dig Owls band with Magic Dick on the Blues from Monica and a tune called Whammer? Jammer here on the Andy and the Show. Get it all down, get it all night, get it all right, get it out of sight and get it down, baby. Whammer, jammer, let me hear you, dig
York than anybody knew. Yeah, I'll say, man, can I play harmonica? Woo-wee, Magic Dick, Dick Isles Band here on the Andy and Amanda Show. So, uh, 515-605-9888, if you'd like to join me on these remaining minutes, please feel free to do so. Um, and uh, I'm glad to have you on. Talk about what you'd like to talk about and uh, wherever you are in the world. Oh, if you ever want to send us an email regarding, uh, you know, what we're talking about, what we do here on the show, if you'd like to join the show, or if you know anybody who might want to be a guest for whatever reason, you know, tell us why, um, email Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. I have some exciting shows coming up in the future, including, i uh, talk about this now, even though it's a couple months away. NAM show. Some people might think, ask us, what is the NAM show? Now, we did a live broadcast from there last year, and we're going to do even more this year. I'll tell you what it is. Association of Music Merchants. Basically, everybody, every manufacturer and builder who has anything to do with the music industry, amplifiers, guitars, keyboards, drums, MIDI, DJ, accessories, band instruments, horns, violins, violas, drums, percussion, you know what I'm saying? Audio recording, engineering, what I miss. Every every aspect of the music industry is covered in this incredibly gigantic convention in Anaheim, California. They took a couple of years off, obviously, for COVID. They brought it back uh, last uh, June uh, and doing it now in April. It's normally a January event, and after this April event, it will continue to go in January full force. I guess these, the June and April events are a little abbreviated, but still phenomenal. We were there last June and today remote, and it was incredible. We're going to be there again in April. April 14, 15, 16, and please do keep it in mind, put it in your calendar, and uh, look it up online, NAM, N-A-M-M, NAM Show, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. For those of you in the music industry or interested in music and playing and performing and recording and whatever it might be or listening, uh, check out NAM Show. Uh, I've played in and been to many, many festivals in my career, and i got to tell you, this, this show is just at the top of my list in terms of attending and seeing everything that goes on there. They have incredible concerts and, and amazing musicians demoing the various instruments and equipment produced by the manufacturers in their booths as you walk through the many, many hallway exhibit centers of the convention. And I'm, I know it's not till April, but I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm getting excited about it uh, already because we just received our media press passes to the show. And I'm like, yeah, especially as, as a musician myself. But again, check out the NAM show will be broadcasting live again uh, this coming year uh, on the show, giving our, you know, what reviews of what's new in the business, what's going on, what's at the show, what's hot, what's not, who's doing what, and so forth. Who we see, sightings, you all see all these very well-known musicians who aren't touring or working at the time. You see them all walking around and trying different instruments and playing guitars and different booths, and you say, oh, there's Peter Frampton, oh, there's who, you know. It's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Anyway, so, um, so we play, talking about the music here, I'm wondering uh, if we should go ahead and play even another song. You know, why not? That's what we do here, you know. On the We're going to do very we, uh, well. We've done a great job. Yeah, I think we have. You know, we, we, we touch on some topics of interest, some news, some headlines, some sports. Spend a lot of time on the entertainment, music, and uh, film industry because that's the industry we are in when we're not doing the show, which is most of the time. <laughs> and... Uh, um, yeah, so we, we're having a good time here. Amanda Love isn't with us today. As you know, she's in the U.K., I'm in the U.S. We've never met. makes the show kind of that much more interesting because we've been done uh, 486 shows now. Over 600 and some have been, uh, have been broadcast because on weekends, a lot of the Friday shows repeat over the weekend. And sometimes during the week, some of the shows repeat too. So that's if you look at the actual amount of shows that have been on, it's well over 600, almost 700, I think, now. But uh, 486 live broadcasts since April 15th of 2020. Oh, those kind of cool. I'm thinking about now. April 15th will be at NAM, and that'll be a third year anniversary. So that'll be kind of a cool place to celebrate our third year anniversary of the Andy Demanda Show. What's, I think it's called Coast to Coast Live. Is what the umbrella that we're under. Third year, third year of doing Coast to Coast. April 15th. My goodness, unbelievable, unbelievable. A lot of shows, a lot of shows been a lot of fun. We have a lot of great guests along the way, and we'll continue to have more guests as time moves on here. Thank you for tuning in. We do the uh, last show live on Block Talk Radio Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and there are some uh, exceptions. Uh, matter of fact, uh, this week, um, matter of fact, this might be the only show this week, perhaps, because I'll be in San Diego Wednesday through Saturday, I think, and might not be able to, to do a remote. I might try, but there's no 
guarantee of a show on Wednesday or Friday of this week. So, for example, this might be the only show this week. But for the most part, for the most part, we're on every uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Uh, talking about a, a variety of subjects, uh, focusing a lot on the news, focusing a lot on the uh, countdown to Donald Trump's criminal indictment and uh, politics and elections and news in Ukraine and Russia and the environment and the economy, jobs reports, which have been outstanding, as some of you may have seen in our previous episode. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're to talk about it. And also, we can on your calls, 515-608-888 is the number to call to join me and Amanda, Amanda and I, Andy and Amanda. Um, call that number and join the conversation. In the meantime, I think we should get back to playing some more music. And the question is always is a grab bag. Should just kind of reach in and see what comes out. Um, what should we play? What should we play? I don't know. How about uh, hmm, we heard some blues. We heard some folk. Um, oh, here's a tune. It's another one I'm doing. Nah, nah I'm not going to play that. It's too folky. <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, How about this one? Nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. Nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. Casey Cake, a Philadelphia legend. They are a bakery in Philadelphia, a big commercial bakery, distributing their product throughout the Philadelphia area and surrounding regions. I heard they also distribute in Florida. A lot of Philadelphians go down to Florida. But anyway, uh, they're incredible products. I mean, if you, if you were to do a taste test between a Tasty Cake and, let's say, a Hostess, for those of you familiar, you, you wouldn't go back to Hostess again once you've had a Tasty Cake. Anyway, really very, very, very good. We got a, we're going to pick up a... a a phone line here. Give me a second. And here we go. Hello? I think I got you. Are you on? You're hello, talking hello? to me? There we go. Hello? How you doing? Yes. I'm getting better. <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> was just listening to you. I was just calling to listen to you, but I, um, I'm doing well, well, I'm glad you're on. I'm glad this, and, and our listeners are probably wondering who this is. It's none other than Kevin Michaels, the uh, artist who has created some amazing music in his career and recently had a number one country hit for three weeks called Down Home Georgia and some other tunes forthcoming. Um, anyway, how you doing? Great to have you back on, man. How you been? I heard you weren't doing too well. Yeah, I had a I had a problem um, with my heart um, like a week and a half or so ago. Um, and I've, I'm very lucky. It turned out to be um, a COVID-related thing, but um, you remember wow. I had COVID a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I remember that. Or a yeah, few yeah, weeks yeah. back. And um, so there was. Uh, it's called COVID-related angina. So um, it, it means that my heart is inflamed because of Ooh. COVID. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it's apparently the only two ways you can get it. Well, it can come from many virus, but um, mm. they suspect COVID um, because I had it right before that. So, yeah. Um, that, oh, like, that's all. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Hey, yeah. You know, sure. <laughs> no, I mean, it's <laughs> oh, my goodness. You reminded yeah. me not to take it lightly because it can be deadly. But um, and I have to yeah. take this medicine. I know. It's make, giving me a horrible heart burn. But um, uh, yeah. Other than that, um, I'm feeling much better though. I mean, I was very weak for the first week or so after that, um, and I'm still. Come back up. I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, I don't I don't think um as long as I you know keep taking the medicine, I'll, I'm going to try to see if I can switch the medicine to something else with the doctor. Um, because it's it's uh, yeah it's it's like making a patch and it's uh, her voice. Not with what we do. <laughs> Yeah, so oh, you haven't been doing anything regarding 
Yeah, uh, but you're, you're better right now. Better just for a minute there. You were kind of fading in and out, but it seems like you're stronger. Yeah, I know. I guess for some reason it doesn't work well on that. So, um, um, so needless to say, you haven't really done much on the music front recently, I guess, with, with uh, that going on. Which I don't blame you. No. Um, no, you know, it's weird. It's like since the, it's, it's almost like since I started the music again, mm-hmm. um, I've had all kinds of health issues pop up. And, and it's, uh, it's just crazy. Like, I've had a wonderful, you know, things career-wise with number one and being like mm-hmm. almost five months off in and, you know, but, um, but yeah, it seems like, like, you know, one thing after the other. And then, you know, I've dropped, uh, since I, I probably even since I saw you, I've dropped a lot more weight. Mm. Um, and I was already, I had I already know, dropped. We, we, I saw you in December, you had dropped quite a bit then and you, even more. Yeah, I'm then, down eh? like, I'm down like now 98 pounds. That's quite a lot, but. That is quail. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty thin at the moment. Okay. Wow. Well, good for you. Yeah, I know. I finally got the Christopherson vibe going. On. Oh yeah, no! I, I knew you wanted to lose it, but but not that way. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um. Wow. I don't. I don't know that that had much to do with it. To be honest, well, it probably did a little right. bit because. Yeah. Because they wouldn't let me eat for three days. So that that was, you know, obviously something, sure. but I don't think very much. Not in just three days, you can't lose much weight. I don't think so. Um, right. Yeah, but I'm doing good now. I mean, I'm doing okay. Um, I've been, like, walking on the beach and stuff like that, which is nice. You know, which is good. Yeah. 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 So, uh, how about you guys? How are you doing? Did you catch the Super Bowl yesterday? I did not. Oh, good. Good thing. <laughs> good. good. <laughs> I got the opportunity yesterday to hang out uh, with the percussionist and drummer from the band The Roots at a place at a Philadelphia sports bar in Glendale. Of course, yeah, The Roots were based wow. in Philadelphia. Now they're on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Knuckles is the as known as, and he is the percussionist and drummer. He's been with The Roots for 17 years. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we're going to be getting together and, and talking about doing some things. I look forward to that in a very near future. But, you know, the the roots are, you know, thanks, thank goodness to late night television are, are very well known now. They've had some great albums. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they participate, for those who don't know, I haven't seen them on Jimmy Fallon late night show. Um, they actually began as a more of a hip hop type of rap, you know, hip hop group. And have been uh, had different uh, permutations of the band have come in and out over the years. So a couple few people have joined them and left, and joined them and left. But uh, they're still together and they're still playing the, the late night show and, and Jimmy Fallon. And um, so it's cool to see, to hang out with this guy. I mean, you know, it was, a, it was a Philly. The place is called Underdogs in Glendale, and it's a Philadelphia sports park right in Glendale. Oh, yeah, everybody was there. So it was it was so cool. It was so cool. It's like going down to be in South Philly during the Super Bowl, watching the, the hometown team. You know, it was just amazing. Of course. Of course, the game didn't, as we talked about earlier in the show, the game didn't turn out the way we wanted it to or anybody expected it to, <laughs> really. But uh, but um, but nonetheless, we, a good time was, was had by all. Just for being very disappointed at the end. Well, that's to say. good. I, uh, yeah. So, I gather you lost. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah. 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 Commanding lead okay, in the first I, half. I, commanding lead in the uh, first half. I mean, just commanding lead. And the Chiefs just came back and uh, and uh, were, were a different team in the second half, and the, and the Philadelphia defense just couldn't respond. And Philadelphia wow. made a couple of mistakes, and the, and the teams were so evenly matched. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great big football fan, a big big fan of the football. Are you? Football. Had, yeah, been most of my life. Yeah, big big time Eagles mm-hmm. fan too. And um, but both teams physically were matched. You know, the numbers, I mean. Perfect. I mean, both had the same numbers on both sides, you know. And uh, wow. on a, in a game like that, on that type, on that large of a stage, uh, two very evenly matched teams, the team that makes a mistake is going to lose. 
And the Eagles just had yeah. some uh, poor defensive decisions and, they, uh, and, a, and a fumble, which I can't really, you know, they were still, at, that fumble really didn't do anything for them because they went down and scored anyway. But, you know, they, they pretty much gave the Chiefs uh, 14 points, one from the fumble, wow. which, was recorded, which was returned for a touchdown. And the other was a punt return by the Chiefs that landed uh, them down in, uh, you know, near the five-yard line, and the, and the Chiefs easily scored a touchdown, you know, from, from a fouled-up uh, you know, a uh, defensive move on special teams from the Eagles, you know. But anyway, wow. so so be it. So be it. Well, uh, I'm sorry you right the corner. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, wow. baseball, is, uh, baseball is around the corner. Are, are you a Dodgers fan? Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really big in, into a lot of sports. I, my my sports are mostly yeah. alternate sports. Um, gotcha. I'm, I I used to play tennis professionally, so mm-hmm. I I I definitely am a tennis fan. Although I haven't wow. watched in the last few years. Um, I used mm-hmm. to watch it all the time. Um, my best friend well, was on board back, back in the day. I just came back from on this last week. I was in Wimbledon, London, UK, London. Oh really? Yeah, Did you go? five days. Yeah. Uh, well, the, wow. the, the Wimbledon the, uh, competitive matches in June, you know. But I went. Uh, yeah, no, that's in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but I mean, I, but they do have I, I like occasional like, matches you know, there besides that one. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But I didn't go. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but uh, but Wimbledon itself is a great town. What a great great. Oh, town it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It really is. Yeah. You hear about it. Yeah, you hear all about it all over from the tennis uh, matchups, but to, to go there. Oh, no, the there, village is nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It is. Really it nice. Is. And, and then I went down and I was all... Houses over there, and, and, and that was one of the places that I was looking at. Um, wow. Was one, wow, oh, one, great. Very, very, very... I mean, I thought California was expensive. Oh, uh, anything around England now seems ridiculously expensive. It's That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I had I a mean, wonderful not, stage there. I, I, I saw the play uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty, the, the play. Oh, dear, yeah, the, cool. Which was, yeah. It was incredible. It was fantastic. It was I mean, good. The lead. I'm sorry? It was good, yeah. It was great. Yeah, the lead actor and the woman who played Baby, I guess, in the movie or in the play, and the, and the guy mm-hmm. named Johnny, uh, the dance instructor, were in real life an actual couple. They met during auditions for, the, for this production years ago. Oh, how funny. And um, so the chemistry between them on stage was that much more, wow. You know, it was, it was so well done. And I haven't been to a, I guess the last time I was at a play was in London a few years ago. I saw Wicked. Last time I was in London. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I love that Oh, yeah, yeah, I do too. I love that. It's so bloody it's, expensive. It is. I was up on North End. I went to a blues club up there because last time I was there, I stayed up on North End and uh, had a great time going yeah. to some music venues. And we took a trip up there again to, to revisit uh, a couple other jams. So did you, did you, you know get to meet really Amanda? Cool? No, no, we couldn't get. We couldn't. We couldn't quite make it together. Amanda lives almost two hours out of town, and oh, uh, she does. Quite, uh, yeah, and so uh, I'm going back mm. again. In 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 March and and or April, and we're going to make a point to get together at that point. Of course, for those of you oh, who's Amanda, true. those of you should know it's my, uh, my co-host on the show. She's in the UK. I'm Where in the US. Is she? She's never met. Uh, she has her. I think her friend, her her significant other, is leaving back to Mexico uh, now, oh, and is, she's spending time. Yeah, she's she's involved oh, in that departure. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I've heard. So I've been I've been talked to her since so I guess okay. we did a show last so week. So today is just the Andy show. It's just the Andy show, yeah. And and our schedules have okay. been so crazy over the last few weeks that you know we used to be like clockwork every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bam, bam, bam. And uh, our schedules have been such that we're that you know most often um, we haven't been able to do that. <laughs> so some weeks we skip a couple of days. Some sometimes we skip a whole week. Sometimes these, you know, like I'm going to San Diego uh, Wednesday through Friday or Saturday. This I might do a show remotely from San Diego on uh, on Wednesday. Oh, cool. see, but yeah, so I don't even know what the schedule is going to be for uh, for the rest rest of this week. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we got to get together and play sometime. Um, yeah, I would look forward to that. Yeah, 
I think it would be fun even before we get back to remixing and stuff like that. It would be even fun to to play at that little place you took me in Pasadena. Yeah, great venue called Julian um, really Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was. I, I enjoyed that. Thank you for taking me there. It was fun. And um, yeah, I've been there a few times since actually and performed there, and it's uh, it's great. It's a great. It's a listening venue. It's not a bar. It's a listening venue in back of it, like a if you can picture like a craft store. Like a lot of uh, homemade uh, jewelry and clothes and crafts and paintings and a really cool, very, very cool. place. Really cool place, isn't it? With a with a venue in the backstage sound system and all that. It's and so come in and sit down and yeah. Yeah, a lot of talented people universe. too. Oh yeah, there's people. Well, Thursday night yeah, they were, I mean, everybody that was there was pretty terrific. Yeah, and it's been, and it continues to be that way on Thursday nights. A lot of great people wow. going up there, and the, the yeah. plus for me is it's so close to my home. It's so great too when I'm here just to get over there and uh, you know pop by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you were you pretty were cool. wonderful but, that night. That that's. I well, mean, thank you. I think you stole the night. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. You're yes. perfectly welcome. I, I get it's a good response true. there. You know, it, it, sometimes I show up and you really did. Yeah, you did. They they put me up there at the end of the night. They oh, don't go anywhere. Andy Kimball's going to play. I'm like, what am I going to play? I don't know. Uh, okay, let's try this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it, it's uh, been yeah. a lot of fun. You know, been a lot of fun. Yeah, you were terrific. But, uh, it was fun. That that was a nice capper to the show. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, the, uh, speaking of which, I was heard from the Jake Isles band, Whammer Jammer. And, uh, yeah. Um, we heard from... They're from my part uh, of the I world, played, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, mm-hmm. uh, from, from Boston. Yeah. yeah. And we, we played, prior to that, we played, what did we play? Come on. Oh, we played, I played a tune of mine called, uh, I mean, a tune I did called, uh, uh, Leave the Light On. And that was uh, early in our show. And what else? I think we played other music. Did I? I forget. I can't remember. Uh oh. But I, I was going. I was about to play some more music, and I was thinking to make it a grab bag and just see what tune happens to show up. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I have an idea. Since Amanda is not with us, maybe I can find an Amanda Love song. She, folks, is a wonderful composer. Oh, yeah. Does a lot of most of well, actually all her music. Is she? Oh yeah, she does her music. Uh, I did not know that. This is oh man. Then in that case, in that case, I gotta find a tune by Amanda. Yeah, Love. I think it's called. Uh, I'd love to hear that. Let me see. I think I have a tune of hers here. I think I do. But, uh, yeah, I do. Okay, this is a tune of hers called Highway so to Hell. So is Cornell a composer too? To hell. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> I said is Cornell a composer too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cornell happens to be a drummer. Actually, he's a he's a drummer. He plays drums. Really? In the question. Yeah, you never told me that. I can't believe that. Yeah, yo, yeah, right, well, yeah. Unless you guys are really mine. Oh, something else. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a tune called Highway to he- not Highway to Hell. Who's that? Um, um, that's that's this is called uh, Hi- uh, a heavy metal band. I forgot who they were. <laughs> Yeah, but not by Amanda Love, regardless. Yeah, but this is a tune of hers okay. called High Way to Heaven, my co-host, Amanda Love, composition. Let's take a listen.
Amanda loves. That was yeah. terrific. Yeah, good? I had no talented, idea. Yeah, I had no, yeah. I, I thought she was a great radio host. I had no idea she could do that. She was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she composes all these tracks and MIDI and you know synthesizers and of course writes the lyrics and sings and pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah Amanda Love Music, folks. If you want to hear more of her music, uh, I think it's on Facebook. Amanda Love Music, of course. And she's why, why did I not know that? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Nobody's told me. I don't know. I yeah, yeah, we yeah. She she's shy about that. I I played her other tunes of hers on the show from time to time, and she's pretty shy about it, and always pleased when we well, when we talk about our music. She's shy about it. It's pretty terrific. It's pretty terrific. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Yeah. And and you and, are uh, a terrific musician. So you know you've got some talented people running that show, folks. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> And and perhaps, yeah. speaking of which, maybe what we should do, speaking of talented people, is let me see. Um, I think what we'll do is uh, is play a tune of yours that went number one. And we're not done with this tune yet yeah, either. And you. it's called Down the Home Georgia and it's by Kevin Michaels, who's doing this on the show right now. I bet do a new one pretty soon. <laughs> All right. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. Great song. <laughs> Let's do this one. Down Home Georgia, Kevin Michaels here on the Andy Demander Show. Kevin Michaels is on the line right now. Great tune. Great tune. Never get tired of that one, Kevin. What a, what a great job. Thank you. Nice. Man. 
Well, I mean, nice there's some great people. Play, there's some great. Oh, there's some great people playing on it. So, you know, was, was, uh, yes. Was that a little Richard? I heard. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was little Kevin. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I dropped something on my foot. <laughs> Um, it, it, it didn't hurt that much. I think it was a shock is all. Um, oh you know, so, great song. Who's yeah. on that song? Yeah. Um, well, Albert Lee on lead guitar, um, who mm-hmm. you met now, and is one of the yeah, of better yeah. guitar players in the world, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robbie Krieger from The Doors. Mm. Um, and um, who's, a, who's a fiddle player? Scarlett Rivera from Bob Dylan's Rolling Thunder Review. And then there are two. There's a straight violin, and then there's um, what we would call country fiddle. And, and uh, she's quite famous uh, in, a, um, hmm. in a country kind of way. I always forget her first name, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, Scarlett hmm. Rivera. What? Um, is is the main fiddle player anyway, but um, and she like I said, she played for Bob Dylan. I have a house field that's playing that. That's incredible. Oh, Dan Dugmore, he he played thirty five years with uh, Linda Ronstadt, uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash, and um, and uh, Jack and Brown. Is he he on Teacher Children? Same guy. Yeah, that's him. Teacher Children. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of the. They call him the king of the California sound, even though he lives in Nashville. So it's, uh, which is where that was recorded. And then we had uh, Eddie Bears on drums. Who um, Eddie has won, I think, the last sixteen or seventeen years. He's won every year as best drummer in country. Um, Played with Mm. Elton John too for a while, which is, Mm. you know, so all these people played for. And then I got. Um, Charlie McCoy on harmonica and uh, Norbert Putnam on bass. They both played for Elvis. Um, mm. They were part of Elvis's band. Um, mm. And the last two remaining members of the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, um, mm. uh, Spoon of Oldham and Norbert, who was also one of those guys. So, um, wow. yeah, so it was quite a, quite a, uh, lucky to have such yeah. great players um and you know the we decided because of that and because other big players have talked about playing for me on the the future tracks that we're going to do for the album to call the album yeah. walking the Rubens, um because mm. they are definitely that so i just saw, I just saw <laughs> albert in something last night i was watching some guy that on a, a video, um, he's in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. this guy, and he sang a country tune. And he said mm-hmm. that he played with Vince Gill, who's one of the people who's supposed to play on, on the future stuff. Um, yeah, and, wow. he played it, and Eric Clapton called him and had him play at his, uh, you know, the, the crossroads thing in Texas. Jeez. Um, cool Vince Gill's band. And, and huh. it was just wow. really interesting to, to Albert was yeah. there playing with them. So it's, uh, huh. yeah. And Joe Walsh, who, you know, we may also have on the, the, uh, future tracks. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting. Um, I can't wait to get back and record the other songs. Oh yeah. And I hopefully you'll come with me. No, I'm doing that. We're going to count on that happening for sure. Hey, you know, you, you were in the film business for a while too. You did, you did in addition to the, I'm a little bit involved, right? Well, you remember the film what? called A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson? Yeah, of course. Of course. Right? The courtroom scene, right? So yeah. We, yeah. Uh, he, we here, we here um, um, had a, kind of a, an interesting idea. Of what would happen if that film were recast using, uh, instead of Jack Nicholson, if Donald Trump were to stand in for <laughs> Jack as Colonel Jessup? <laughs> So I want to play, we're redoing the film, of course, and I've got an excerpt of it right here. I thought we'd uh, close out our show. Well, well, let's play this. That would be fun. (laughs) This is, uh, here we go. This is A Few Good Men, uh, Andy and Amanda Show style, uh, starring Tom Cruise and Donald Trump. Girl, the 6 a.m. flight was the first one off the base. Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. There wasn't a flight that left seven <laughs> hours earlier and landed at Andrews Air Force Base at 2 a.m. I was asking that question. 
Guantanamo log with no flight that left at 11 p.m. and the Andrews log with no flight that landed at 2 a.m. I'd like to admit them as defense exhibits Alpha and Bravo. Now I know the answer to that question. Lieutenant, I think we've covered this, haven't we? Anyone in my position not taking the Fifth Amendment would be a fool. A moment ago, you said that you ordered Lieutenant Kendrick to tell his men that Santiago wasn't to be touched. I don't know what I did wrong, but uh, the answer is yes. And Lieutenant Kendrick was clear on what you wanted? Fifth Amendment. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick ignored the order? When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and even the fake news media, you really have no choice. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick left your office and said, the old man is wrong? An absolute fool. When Lieutenant Kendrick spoke to the platoon and ordered them not to touch Santiago, any chance they ignored him? We're not allowed to talk about this. Colonel, I have just one more question before I call Airman O'Malley and Airman Rodriguez. If you gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, and your orders are always followed, then why would Santiago be in danger? Why would it be necessary to transfer him off the base? Under the advice of my counsel, and for all of the above reasons, I respectfully decline to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States Constitution. This will be my answer to any further questions. Santiago shouldn't have been in any danger at all, should he have, Colonel? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. I decline to answer the question. Colonel Jackson, did you order the code red? <laughs> that was genius. They shut you off. <laughs>